Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The Sports Leader, Sports Radio, 1019 FM, The Fan, WFAN. 12.27 here on this Thursday morning. It is JJ After Dark, John Chistremski. We're right here on The Fan. And listen. Thursday, quarterfinals at the Big East in the ACC. One of my favorite days of the year because you got wall-to-wall action. This year, it starts at 11.30 in the morning with the Big 12 games. It's basically going until midnight. It's a great appetizer before the main event next week. He's been with us every step along the way, and now we got a little bit more clarity. So we welcome in the college sports extraordinaire from the New York Post. The great Zach Braziller. Zach, my boy, good evening, good morning. How are you? I'm great. I mean, tomorrow is one of my favorite sports days of the year. It's not Selection Sunday. It's not the first day of the NCAA tournament. But it's right up there. I mean, I, you know, it's always my, especially after last year, I, you know, I'm trying to really soak it in and enjoy Because I think tomorrow, tomorrow's going to be a really fun day with some of the local teams and, you know, a, a really interesting day at the Garden, I think. You're not wrong about that. And especially thinking back to what happened last year, Zach. Seeing big games at high noon. Seeing Seton Hall taking on St. John's. It's going to be a ton of fun. Bro, do you remember a situation like this? Um, in the sense that these teams played final game of the regular season. Now they're playing the first game of the conference tournament where the ramifications and the stakes couldn't be any higher. Like, it's... I asked Mike Anderson about this yesterday, ZB, because, you know, he's been around forever. He's coached a zillion teams. If he's ever had a circumstance like this, and he told me, no. Have you, you know, in your years of covering college basketball, you have one that kind of compares to this? Not really. I mean, I feel like you, you have seen teams, you know, play the last week of the regular season and then play the conference tournament. But this, this is so unique because it's the two locals, you know, the two locals who, you know, it's amazing. This is going to be the fourth time they've played in the Big East tournament. They haven't played each other since 2002. I mean, and, you know, I guess it kind of does make sense because for a while, neither team was any good. And so they were, you know, usually not in the tournament very long, and they'd have low seeds. And now, you know, all the last five years have been good, and St. John's really hasn't, except for, you know, maybe one year here or there. And now they're both kind of, you know, I feel like they're kind of, starting to head in different directions. I think Seton Hall is kind of on the way down. They're going to be rebuilding next year, and St. John's could be very good next year. You know, they're a young team, and tomorrow is, 
obviously a monster game. You know, I, I'm a little surprised he called favorite, especially with Pasha Alexander coming back. But it's, you know, it's going to be very, very, very interesting. I feel the exact same way you do. I saw that opening line. I was stunned, Zach. They just overcame an 18-point deficit the other day. They got Pasha Alexander coming back. They've played better down the stretch. To me, St. John should be favored going into this game. Zach, I haven't liked what I've seen out of Seton Hall at all over the last few weeks. How can I expect Seton Hall to just flip a switch and play better basketball when they're losing to the likes of Georgetown? They lose that game the other day to St. John's. They've played really poorly. Yeah, I mean, look, St. John's really hasn't gotten a lot of respect from Vegas all year. You know, the one the one game they did, you know, hold for DePaul, they obviously laid an egg. So I'm not, I guess I shouldn't say I'm shocked because the odds makers really haven't bought into them all year. But I completely agree. I mean, Seton Hall has not played well for three weeks. You know, they've lost one in a row. Even before that, they played Marquette at DePaul at home, and they could have lost either one of those games. You know, this is a team that right now is a bit soft, which is very surprising for a Kevin Willard team who usually are tough. They play good defense. They're gritty. I mean, they look like they're ready to tap out in the second half against St. John's uh, last Saturday. You know, if the game is slow-paced, I do think that will help Seton Hall. I just don't think they have the guard play that can control that St. John's pressure that can handle it. I, now, I'd be surprised if St. John's doesn't win this game. Okay. We're talking tournament chances for either one of these teams. Zach, I'll throw this scenario at you. St. John's Seton Hall winner makes it to Saturday night, loses to either Creighton or UConn. Are they in the tournament? I think they should be. Um, I don't. I, I really don't know. I think it really is going to depend on some other things that happen. But I definitely think they should be. I think this league should get four teams. Well, and it's you know, got to help Zach with Xavier losing tonight. If Xavier makes the NCAA tournament, they're drunk. I'm sorry. You lose to Marquette and Butler in back-to-back games with your season on the line. You cannot be in the NCAA tournament, my friend. And, and just think about this. They've won two games on the road all year. And one of them was in their own city when they beat Cincinnati, who wasn't very good this year. I, even before they lost today, I didn't think Xavier belonged in the tournament. You also look at the fact that, you know, they only played 13 games. They didn't have to play Villanova at all. They didn't have to go to see Cole. You know, they didn't, they only played, um, UConn once they didn't have to go to UConn. So they had a, essentially, they had a cupcake biggie schedule. But really, they shouldn't have even been deserving of a bye, in my opinion. But that, you know, even though obviously they didn't get one, but like they were eligible for one. You know, but I, I don't think Xavier belongs. I think you, the, the, if the winner of this game gets to Saturday, they should be in the tournament. You know, the Big East gets hurt because a few of their teams didn't play non-conference. So Butler should have a better net rating. But because they really didn't play non-conference, they don't have, it's not better. Same thing kind of with Georgetown. So the Big East has got, got hurt by COVID for some of their, sort of their teams getting shut down. And I do think the committee, of ultimately, if one of these teams gets to Saturday, will, you know, send one a fourth team, even maybe even if it's just the first four. Okay. As far as who's winning this tournament, um, there are a lot of UConn fans listening to the show. Uh, I think they're playing the best basketball out of anybody in this conference. And what a way to come back to the Big East and going and winning a Big East tournament. You like UConn to get it done? Yeah, I picked up the paper. Uh, uh, they're playing great. They have terrific depth. They defend. I mean, James Booknight is a terrific player. I don't, 
I'm, nationally, I don't even know if people realize quite how good he is. He's going to be a top 10 pick. But I think maybe, I think UConn is considered too much of a favorite almost. Creighton's really good. I know the whole stuff with the coach, but that's still a really good team. I mean, they, their entire starting lineup scores at double figures. They did sweep UConn, you know, did beat them once with Book Knight and Stores. I think that will be a fantastic game because both, let's be honest, both these teams basically have layups tomorrow night now. I'd be stunned if either one of those games is even competitive. So you're going to see two rested teams Friday night in the nightcap. That just should be a phenomenal game. Our main man, Zach Brazil of the New York Post. It is championship week. Big E's tournament quarterfinals. Later on, a biggie between St. John's and Seton Hall. And Mr. Braziller, well, what do you know? It is the middle of March, and Syracuse is right where they normally seem to be. Smack dab on the NCAA tournament bubble. How surprised were you with that beatdown at the hands of NC State? Yeah, I mean, I've been surprised at really what they've done the last few weeks. I didn't think this team was very good, and they've they've really played well. You know, there's no question about it. They've they've had some really nice wins. They're you know they're playing consistently. Um, they're to me, they got a huge break by not having to play Florida State, and they get overrated Virginia. You know, um, tomorrow. I if I'm a Syracuse fan, I'm ecstatic about that game. Especially well, I'd rather play State. Virginia than Florida State. I agree with you there. Um, are they a live underdog in that game, Zach? Yeah, I mean, I don't think Virginia's that good, number one. If you look at their, their schedule and who they beat, it's they're really, to me, people list them as a four or five seed. I think they're a soft four or five seed if they do get at the NCAA tournament. Their resume isn't as good as their net rating is, and we all know that that is an absolute, you know, who knows day-to-day what it's going to be. Yeah, I do think they are, and I'd be, I'm ecstatic because Florida State's not going to lay another egg. I think they're going to hammer Duke tomorrow. They're not going to they're not going to follow up that performance on Saturday with another bad one. I think they're going to win the ACC tournament. So yeah, I think they, I think Syracuse has a shot. And to me, if they win tomorrow, they should be in the tournament. Now I don't understand why you have people like Lenardi already putting them in. I, I I don't think they deserve to be in yet. Well, I but think I mean, that's I the bubble. I guess that's the bubble. Though. You know what I mean, Zach? Like when he but puts them in, ACC. he's not putting them in saying they're lock. You know what I mean? I think he's putting them in over a team like Xavier. And I think we're comparing those two teams. I would agree. Syracuse should be in I mean, over Xavier. If you, I mean, if you're if you're in the ACC and you have a heartbeat, Joe Lenardi's putting in a tournament. Though, <laughs> if you also have to remember, remember that. Hey, that is fair. And we saw Duke in the first four out for the last couple weeks. But here's my caveat to that, Zach. Listen, I know the ACC is not the league they've been in years past. But when you go through the bubble, Zach, who are you putting in the tournament? I mean, oh, that's that's fair. But why does Duke, who was off his radar, they win a game today against an absolutely overrated Louisville team, and he, and he bumps them over both St. John's and Seton Hall already? Well, that makes no sense. I agree with you well, on that. Well, he did, though. He did. But here's the one thing, though. But, you know, Zach, if they be Florida, but here's the problem. You don't want them in the tournament. I don't want them in the tournament. Let's make that perfectly no, clear. I don't want to see them. They don't deserve it. It's not about whether I want them in or not. I, I, I mean, well, I'll say it, though. All right, losses. deserve, fair. I specifically don't want them in. I'll, I'll make sure I correct myself <laughs> there. That's okay. I don't want Duke in the tournament. I have to say, though, Zach, if they beat Florida State tomorrow, I have a very bad feeling that if they make it to Saturday night, because that first four is going to be Thursday night nationally televised, you want to get people watching on Thursday night? Put Duke there. Wouldn't that surprise? Wouldn't surprise me. You want to get put? Give me Syracuse St. John's. 
Hey, wouldn't that be a lot of fun? Can can we make? I, I, I will take that right now. If we get Syracuse St. Oh, John's Thursday, that would be wild over the next few days, dude. Wild. How about this? The Seton Hall got excited. Give me Syracuse Seton Hall. Those coaching staff can't stand each other. Is there bad blood between Willard and oh, Bayheim? What's the bad blood definitely. in reference to that? Well, well, Torian Thompson. You remember the whole? Oh, I remember Torian Thompson. I didn't oh, know no, that they, was. I didn't know yeah, that no, caused a major rift with Willard and Bayheim. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, oh, they didn't. Yeah, they did not like each other. Ooh, I like that. I like when we have a little dirt and a little bad blood here in the in the NCAA's. That makes the games far more. But see, that's why, but but going back to like AC, like that's my issue. Like I get there aren't a lot of teams, and you know, obviously we have you know no Ivy League this year, but you know, Duke wins one game over L. And that's another thing, Louisville. I don't know why they're they safe. shouldn't be a lock. I agree with you, Zach. I agree. With like, you. look at look at their resume. It is not very good. I mean, it's very comparable to Syracuse's, and yet Syracuse is on the last four in list, and Louisville all of a sudden is safely in the tournament. No, 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 ridiculous. Well, they have a net of fifty-two, and it's going to go down a lot when they're updated after that. You know, just abysmal performance today. I just don't think the ACC deserves eight teams. That's, that's and my counter and my caveat is who you putting in. Okay, Mount West. Because the Mountain West may determine a whole lot with the bubble. We know San Diego State, no matter what, is in the tournament. How many teams, realistically, is the Mountain West getting in? I mean, I to me, any more than two is, is ridiculous. Um, and yeah, I but again, though, Zach, you're put... making my point, though, with this bubble. If they're only okay, going to end up taking two, is... I agree with you. They, they, this bubble stinks, bro. It's not good. Okay, well, my point is, though, that a fourth Big East team that has to be in the tournament, granted St. John's seat will get Saturday night. I agree with that. I am 1,000% lock and step agreeing with you. If they get a team that beats Villanova and beats whoever on Thursday, I'm putting them in the dance. I'll put them in uh, well, the first four, but I'm putting them in the dance. What if What if the team, what if they beat, what if Villanova loses to Georgetown? Let's say St. John beats the whole Georgetown and loses like a 10-point game to UConn. They in? I, for one, would still put them in the tournament. I don't know if they will. My, that's just my argument is I'm not saying they, that St. Charles would have a great resume. I just I don't need to see eight ACC teams or nine ACC teams or three or four Mountain West teams. I, I think the, the Big East has really been hurt with, you know, their schools were, you know, most of these schools come from blue states, and they were very, you know, and one positive test they're shutting down, unlike some of these other leagues, and that really hurt their net rating because the less wins you have, the less non-conference games you play hurts you. So I think you know, St. John's was a 67 net rating. If it was a normal year and you had teams like Butler and Georgetown have the net rating they probably should have, that maybe St. John's is in the low 50s, high 40s. But it's, you know, they've kind of been hurt by the fact that the Big East, some teams didn't play full non-conference schedules. That's, you know, that's my point. And I think it's going to be interesting. I, I, I've been talking to a few people. I think you're going to see one or two teams in the tournament that they'll be expected. And I think you're going to see one or two teams out of the tournament that they'll be expected. I think there's going to be some surprises because the, not, the limited non-conference schedule is going to, you know, I think it is going to make them kind of maybe not weigh the net as heavily as maybe in past years. Okay. Give me a bid stealer. Don't give me Duke. Uh, forget about that. Don't give me the team that's playing the 4-5 St. John's Seton Holder on the bubble. Give me a bid stealer that you would keep your eye on over the next couple of days. Yeah, that's 
Because I don't think you're getting any big big dealers in these big leagues unless you uh, unless you think the Paul's running the table here. What about um, Kentucky, Zach? Can you see Kentucky making a run yeah, in the I SEC? Can't, I can't see it. Me I, neither. I'm not that I think the SEC is that good. I just think Kentucky hasn't proven they can give you more than one good, really good game in a row. You know, I don't, I don't see it with Kentucky. Obviously, the two A10 teams who are going to play in the championship are both should both make the tournament. Big Twelve, I don't see a. I don't see a big stealer. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously Notre Dame lost tonight, so that that changed. You know, if I thought maybe if they could get on a run, maybe that there was a chance there. Um, yeah, I I don't know if you're going to really see one because the the, it, the sport is so top heavy. I mean, I, obviously I don't. You know, maybe a Big Ten team makes a big run that you know, uh, Indiana or Minnesota. Maybe maybe we see that. I mean that. I guess that could be possible. I just think the top of the Big Ten is too good. You know, I, I think we're, I think with some of these smaller conferences where, you know, whether it's the WCC or the A-10, I think kind of the bubble team should be kind of relieved a little bit. Final one, Zach. Appreciate the time. Rutgers, what's your expectation for them? They got Indiana. That's a game they should win later on tonight. Um, do you want one win out of Rutgers? Do you want two wins out of Rutgers? Uh, what do you want to see from them out of the Big Ten tournament? I mean, I've I've seen nothing from this team since December that makes me think they can win more than one game. Um, they've, I mean, they have one team, they have one win over a team that people think is going to make the tournament um, since December. That's Michigan State at home. You know, I think they'll beat Indiana, and then I think Illinois will beat them by fifty. I just, unless all of a sudden the fact that people think they're in the tournament is going to be this huge pressure, you know, reliever, and all of a sudden they're going to start playing like they did in December. I just, I just can't see it. I mean, look at some of the teams they've played in the last two months, you know, whether it's Iowa, whether it's Ohio State, um, you know, Michigan. They they really haven't, you know, come close in a while to beating a good team. And, I mean, Illinois, you know, uh, on no rest, I that's, that's, a, that's a steep hill to climb. Zach Braziller, check out the outstanding coverage in the New York Post, all things college basketball. Zach, did you enjoy that uh, Met 27-out celebration today? You got a good laugh out of that one? You know, all I know is at this time last year, we were, we were miserable. You know, this, that's what, you know, all I, I saw that, and people were making jokes, and I was like, yeah, because at this time last year, we were headed into a dark, dark area of sports. No March Madness. Obviously, baseball starting late. I, I did a, I actually wrote a story into the tomorrow's paper, kind of a look back at that bizarre day at the Garden when St. John's and Creighton played a half. And, you know, I'm going to the Garden tomorrow. I'll be sitting way up top. There'll only be about 800 people there. And you know what? I don't even care. I'm going to, I'm going to enjoy it because after last year, I think it's great that we have, we had a season. It's great that we're going to have a conference tournament. It's great we're going to have an NCAA tournament. And, you know, it's, it's nice after everything we've been through the last year. Hallelujah, my friend. Enjoy it at the Garden. We will chat soon, okay? All right, buddy. Have a good one. They have it. That's Zach Priscilla over the New York Post. Very spirited. Zach, taking on the mantle of the Big East. And listen, one of those teams gets to Saturday. I'll put them in the NCAA tournament. If they don't, don't on the outside looking in. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. 
because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.